part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations we are within the closet and uh, we are welcoming our 18 guest life coach and executive life and executive coach and founder of i get it now Matsaleng mohodi thank you very much for joining us beautiful lady thank you so much patricia how are you i'm strong how are you doing i'm good thank you absolutely excellent tell us what is i get it now so I, I get it now is an organization that helps people to manage their emotions and perceptions about events. You know, like there are so many things that happen to us around us. So we help people to just change how they perceive those events and the people around them. And especially, I mean, with the topic that we're talking about tonight, um, it's important to change your perceptions about what other people are doing because this will then lead to a less stressful life and allows you to focus on what is important to you. Mm. And I think what is most important is that, you know, whenever we work with someone, we want them to really feel that they get it now. You know, so, so that there's that light bulb moment to say, oh, okay, I get it now. Oh, it's a beautiful concept. And I think it's one that we need. I mean, we've been through so much, haven't we? Um, COVID-19, recession, looting. I know it's been too much. I so know. We need to start <laughs> getting it eventually. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, today we're hopefully going to get uh, these relationship dynamics, right? We're talking about partners who just are too loving, too giving, smothering the other partner with just so much love and attention only to get it slapped in their face, maybe, because the next person just doesn't appreciate it. Hmm. You just mentioned a very important word, the smothering one. Mm. So, so, so not too many people really enjoy to be smothered by somebody. Um, when, when a couple meets, they, they obviously, most of them, not all of them, but most of them don't really show their themselves um, so then they tend to want to impress the other person it's normal but when it is taken too far then it becomes very difficult to become yourself and that is when you feel that the other person is mothering you and they are not giving you what you need okay so the one who feels smothered let's start talking about them the one who feels yeah. ah Hey, Lomundo is just too much. Ah, too much. Every now yeah. and then, messages, phone calls, uh, you know, flowers. Ah, it's too much. Is there something wrong with them? Are they being dishonest no. to themselves in this relationship? Because no. why stay? Okay, you're saying no? Okay, go ahead. Why? Why no? There's nothing All wrong right. with them? So, yeah, so, so the, the good thing about relationships, I think the most important thing is that we have to understand that we are not people that are the same as us. So when we meet our partners, it's people that bring the other side of us. That is why we say it's a better house, because you bring one part of you, so they bring the other. So let me give you an example of somebody who feels smothered. So usually it's people that got a lot of attention at home, and the parents were all over them, the uncles, everybody was just giving them too much attention. 
So those kinds of people want the freedom. So when they go out and they find a partner, and the partner behaves the same way, it just reminds them of how they used to be so smothered by everybody around them and then not having space and freedom to do what they want. So when it starts, the partner may think that if I know this person, this is what they get, this is what they love. But in actual fact, they realize when they're in the relationship that you know, I don't want my partner to be like my parents, to be like my family, my friends, whoever was smothering me. So the key thing is communication and say, uh, actually, I don't like this in this relationship. But you're too afraid to say that because you don't want to lose the, part, the other the partner. Mm-mm. So th- there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I mean, mm. if you are traumatized <laughs> because of the way you were brought up, and maybe traumatized is a bit too harsh of a word, but from what you've described, you're describing someone who had a not so sweet experience although they had all the love and attention but now they 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 see it in a negative light because now they want to be set free is that is that not something wrong is that not something that might need uh, a light bulb moment that they need to work so, through uh, no absolutely so that is where the the, the partner uh, the person that first mothered and the partner need to understand that this is just part of the better half and the half coming together and growing each other within the relationship. Because we go into relationships thinking that the other person will bring me joy, will bring me happiness. But in actual fact, you have to bring those things into the relationship so that you can be strong enough to deal with these kinds of challenges. So when you go into a relationship hoping that the other person will now look after you, make you happy, then you don't have the time to deal with what you need to deal with in a relationship. So relationships are not just for fun and to you know, be together and, and make babies and families. Relationships are there to grow us. So any relationship that doesn't have a challenge, one of the parties within the relationship is really giving them, letting themselves go just to please the other party. But in a healthy relationship, there is healthy conversation, there is conflict, but they are able to manage it. So the person that is mother is not suffering as such because they grew up having all their attention and having everything that they wanted. So what they need for their life is to have somebody that will tell it, not, not, not necessarily that they want problems, but they want space. They just want space. And you will find that the person that is giving a lot is somebody, or, or somebody that wants them to be with them, around them, is somebody that when they grew up in their family, everybody was independent, they did their own thing, and you know, there was no checking on everybody, everybody eats at their own time. So now, this one is the, the one that was mother, the, the one that was, um, uh, let's just call it spoiled. And when they come together, um, that's a perfect combination, but they have to understand what is going on. And they have to do it through things like dialogue, having a dialogue, and understanding each other. Okay. So it's uh, n- no one is, is um, going through a life crisis here. It's just two people raised differently with different needs when it comes yes. to their emotional needs. Hey, Tina's, come on. Let me know, were you ever in a relationship with someone who just made you feel smothered? And how did you deal with it? Were you able to communicate? Are you still in that relationship? Or did you love someone too much? I mean, um, 
<laughs> yesterday we were talking with a, a colleague of ours and he was saying that I love my partner so much. I'm 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 so giving and it seems that she's she's not, you know, acknowledging she's not enjoying the love that I'm smothering her with. I cook, I wash dishes, I clean, I massage her. As in Jay, the type of guy that you even I was like gobsmacked. I was like, Really? When you know? <laughs> when are you do these things? Ha huh? You like, know you must have I, a men's workshop. Not, <laughs> and he says, But the partner just one. doesn't she doesn't reciprocate, she doesn't appreciate. Yeah. Um yeah. and and here we are today talking about this experience. So for a person who feels let down because every gesture of love, their love language is not being accepted by their partner, how do they deal with that? Okay. So so the person that feels rejected i think it's very important to to look at the reality because sometimes we see what we want to see and it's not necessarily that the other party uh, doesn't care about them but i think it's important to take one step back and just look at what is important to their partner what makes their partner tick because sometimes you have a tick box you say okay am i do this, do that, do that, do the dishes, cook, and whatever, whatever. But it's not really what they care about. So we take the time to look at what really makes them tick, what, they, what makes them light up, and focus on the things that will make them happy rather than the things that you think he or she would like to receive from you. So, so that's very important because, uh, like I said in, uh, earlier on, that we are all different. So, so when we expect the other person to like the things that we like, it's one of the things that create conflict. So just learn about what is important to them. And, and, and sometimes it's something that you, you haven't really you know, focused on because you wanted to do the right thing. But if you take a few minutes, sometimes, take a few minutes or an hour or so, and just think, what do they normally talk about? What do they, what lights them up? You know, how do they behave when they're with their friends or with their family versus when they're with you? You know, how do they speak to you? Do they joke? Do they laugh? Do they, what do they do when they're with you versus when they're with other people? And learn to, to, to really copy or, or learn about the things that make this person happy and try to understand them because nobody will, 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 um, refuse to receive love and care from somebody unless that person is not listening. So, so, so one of the biggest things is also about having dialogue and because in dialogue you are able to allow the other party to really talk to you and tell you how they feel and you are able to put yourself in their shoes and understand what they are going through. And it is through dialogue versus monologue. Uh, dialogue allows each party to express what is inside. Hmm. All right. So this uh, relationship story is not an easy one. It means we are always learning each other. Both partners must communicate and get to know each other so we understand each other's love language so we don't end up smothering the other one. Let me go to a voice note. Atima's uh, and the guests what do you do in a situation where you are the one giving? You are the one giving, but you feel like uh, you don't get appreciation. Do you stop giving? 
What is the solution in that regard? Because you feel like I'm the one who's giving here and uh, I don't get any appreciation. Do you stop or you talk about it? What if talking doesn't help? What do you do? Sure. Uh, yeah. What, what, what must this uh, man do? <laughs> he sounds tired. Yeah, no, he sounds you. like he's so, so tired. <laughs> I know. I know. But don't get tired. Just take this tip. Look at what makes them tick. What is important to them? Because you may be giving them something that they're tired of. It's something that they don't really like. So, so maybe initially they used to appreciate it to please you. So it's not about love in this case of them not loving you or not wanting you anymore. But listen to them, look around them. What do they have around them? What do they have in their in, in their car, in their bedroom, in in their spaces? What are the things? What do they watch on TV? What do they read about? So try to to give them something that they like. And then see what the response is. And like I said, we understand that we don't like the same thing. So the tip is give them what will be meaningful to them. Sure. Let me go to an 80 man on the line. 80 man anonymous, good evening. Good evening, man. How are you? Strong, how are you? You and your guest over there had a nice topic to the radio. Mm hmm. Really, man, I have my wife for 19 years. I'm struggling. For real, I'm struggling. I give everything, everything, what I'm supposed to give it to her. But I see it's not enough for her. What am I supposed to do, 18? I need help from there. Can I ask you, Anonymous, what do you mean you give her everything and it's not enough for her? So maybe elaborate uh, uh, there. Oh, really, I give her love, I give her my body, I give her everything so what the man is supposed to do. Even I, sometimes I wash even dishes from my house. I don't get washing dishes. Sometimes even I cooking from my house. But end of the day, it can be, she can be angry just. Angry for me, and then we stop to talk to one another. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I need help, please. I love my wife. Mm. I really I love my wife. I have still, I have still feel with her. But I do everything what the man is supposed to do. What am I supposed to do? My uh, 18 kids, mm. I need help. All right, Anonymous, stay on the line, okay? Um, Matzeleng. Anonymous is really between a rock yeah. and a hard place. He loves his wife, yeah. but there's a problem here. Yeah. So, so, so Anonymous, you, um, I, I hear that you, you are giving, and I, and I understand, I mean, after 19 years, it's a very long time. Um, so, so it's important, you're giving her everything, like you're saying, but she's still not responding. So it means in the everything that you are giving, it's not what she is expecting. So maybe you're giving her this, but she actually wants to just listen to you. Maybe she wants to spend time with you. I don't know how you relate, um, like whether you sit together, you chill, and you do that. But what are the things that you think you could do? And not give her what you think you're giving her now, because if she's not receptive and she's not accepting the things that you give her, 
and those things are not making her happy after all these years, what is it that you are missing? Because it also doesn't help to beat yourself up. There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, absolutely nothing wrong. It's just part of life where, like, uh, yeah. when we think that we are the same and we like the same thing, then one of us may lose interest because the other one is not either taking the initiative to say, okay, actually, I think this person doesn't like flowers. Let me do this. This one doesn't like my love. Let me do it this way. So sometimes we want to change other people, but in actual fact, we need to look at ourselves and say, this is the situation that I'm in right now, and this is how I think I must change myself. So observe what is important to them. Change how you are doing things. Change how you are loving her, how you are giving her things, and, and talk to her. Talk to her without, um, without uh, making them feel like now they are in court. So create a safe environment. Make an appointment. Let us talk on such and such a day. Can I have an hour of your time? So, because I would like to talk to you. And then you sit down, you, you talk. Sometimes you might find that if it's somebody who I don't know how she is, maybe she is aggressive or, or she is no longer interested, then maybe that's where you, you require an intervention of somebody close by where you live who can intervene. But also, I'm talking about a professional, not necessarily a friend or somebody, but somebody who can allow you to talk to each other and to listen because the key thing is to listen. Sometimes we take people for granted because we don't see how much they are suffering due to what we do. So maybe she's not even aware how much you are suffering, but when you sit down and you talk to her, you talk gently so that it sticks with her and she understands you, then she might start to see that, oh, by the way, when you do this and you do that, it's because you are trying to reach out to me. And then she can tell you, I would prefer that you do this with me. It would make me happier if you do it this way or if you give me that. So maybe try that. I do, I do understand. Like an example today, the, uh, at the evening, we were talking about how we want to buy a car. We are happy that a few things is coming in her head. And I saw that from my, my partner. She's close. I don't know what's going on. We talk nicely. And I agreed this car when we buy it. It will be her name. But she went out when she come back. Uh, she's coming with another money. Another money nowhere comes from. And then even now, we don't talk. Yes, someone sleeps that side. And other someone is facing is facing other side. They really are confused. Until when? So yeah. I, I said, no, this topic is mine. I have to call it in the radio. Maybe I will get help. Yeah, but but how often yeah. do you talk to her about that? Um, well, no, I, would do, I would do that. I would do that to try to talk to her. Yeah, to make an appointment. Yeah. So, yeah, so you make an appointment, you don't just cancel her and say, let's talk yeah. now. You say, please, can we talk on such and such a day? I would like to address um, something that's not sitting well with me, and it will take yeah. us an hour. So, so then they become mentally prepared. So even if they don't want to talk to you uh, about you know, discussing relationship problems, but when you mm-hmm. do it that way, at least they know, okay, it's only an hour or it's only two hours. 
and they will give you the attention. And during that time, if there are kids or other people, make sure that they are not around or you go out so that you can be able to talk about it. Thank you, ma'am. I will do. Yeah. But before, before even that, try to observe her. Observe mm-hmm. what she likes. Observe what makes her happy rather than you giving her something that you think will make her happy. But also remember, there is nothing wrong with you. Uh, people change, mm-hmm. people grow, uh, and sometimes you grow apart. But it's because we have missed something, especially around communication between the two parties. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it for your advice. Anonymous, good luck, yeah? Good luck in uh, the observation. Good luck in the finding um, the sweet spot that you guys once had uh, in your relationship. I will do that, ma'am. I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, um, (laughs) Matzelen, I remember mm. being in um, a relationship, but it didn't last very long. But with a person yeah. who was who was extremely in my face, you know, um, mm? extremely in my face. You know, the type of person when you wake up before you've even like opened your eyelids, they're already in your face like, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, yeah. What are you going to have to drink? Um, would you like tea, coffee? You know, um, and and I must be honest, listening to Anonymous, it, it, it I hear you telling Anonymous, yes, you know, observe the partner. But Anonymous is frustrated right now. They were happy talking about a car, buying a car. She went out, she came back, she's angry. It is irritating, just like the person who used to wake up in my face. My phone would never stop. Ting, 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 ting. It's the same person every Mm. five minutes. It can get irritating. Mm. And it's not fair for the person who's experiencing this because this relationship needs to be a mutually loving relationship. And in us finding each other, we should also allow each other space to breathe, right? But Anonymous seems to be very frustrated. And I feel sorry for him. Yeah, it's very sad, but but you know, like I'm saying, which is with relationships, um, we start to have serious problems when we have expectations from from other people. Oguti, they they you want them to be like this or to be like that, and unfortunately, it creeps in you know bit by bit. We don't notice that we are becoming dependent on this person. So in your case, with that person phoning too much. So they were just infatuated, you know, um, and, and usually... I don't blame them. I don't, I, no, yeah. if you were with me, you'd be infatuated too. I don't blame them, but turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> no, man, no, no, this is very serious, man. It's very, like, mm. what I went through, I even say to the person, like, listen, it's, no, let's just leave it at friendship. It's not going to go anywhere. I mean, yeah. I would literally say I'm, I'm working at such a place today. And the person would rock up and guess yeah. you know, yeah. and they'd rock up with these big love gestures. I'm like, no, but I'm, I said, I'm working here. Um, yeah. I'm not here for leisure. So, so yeah. sometimes in relationships like Anonymous, people need to give the other person the space to be able to talk. If your partner, it is impossible for you to talk to that person. 
because they're yeah. already in the mood and you don't know whether you put them in a bad mood or where they went put them in a bad mood. So, yeah, yeah people need to work on themselves. Can we take a quick break? We're going to come back, right? We're talking about partners who take advantage of you if you love them too much. Sometimes you need to evaluate, are you loving the right person? Or are you loving the idea of being in love with someone? Self-evaluation is needed here. 0614104107. That's our WhatsApp number. Please let me hear from you or even call in on 086-000-2032. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations. We are still in the closet. Our guest is life and executive coach and founder of I Get It Now, uh, Matzeleng Mohodi. And uh, we are talking about partners who smother their partners with love. Too much loving, too much attention. And then the other one ends up taking for granted. Um, and we're trying to evaluate what could be the reasons, but also how can you navigate that in your relationship. Uh, Matzeleng, we've got some uh, messages here. This A-teamer says... How much loving for from one's partner can even be too much, really? I feel that the one who feels smothered has a problem in that they probably, one, cannot believe that it's real due to their own trust issues, or two, they cannot uh, reciprocate the love, or three, they grew up not being loved and they've built a wall around their hearts. This is from Farai. Uh, could Hara- uh, Farai's uh, reasons be true? Yes, so, uh, some of them, yes, they can. Um, because sometimes people have experienced so much trauma uh, when they're growing up that um, they think that everybody that comes to them will do the same things that they have managed to um, uh, get themselves out of. So that could also be the, the, the issue, you know, um, you know, trusting people. But, you know, when you were just talking now again, um, you know, I thought about the fact that, you know, we, we, we tend to say, you know, we love people too much or they love us less. And the key here is when you, are fully, you fully love yourself. Uh, I always, I, I like to say that to young people, especially young people, to say love yourself fully. And when you have a partner that comes into your life, they just add something to you, for you. When they leave you, they take nothing from your yourself. They take nothing that you have built up for yourself in loving yourself. And the pain could be, okay, they're no longer here, but you're still fine. So we, we tend to love other people more than we love ourselves. And that is why when... They pull away. It's like taking off the bandage. You know, it, it becomes so painful uh, because we have invested so much in them and forgot to love ourselves and keep some of that love for ourselves because we are not meant to not love us and love them. We love ourselves so that we know how it feels like to love somebody because if you feel pain from somebody not loving you, you need to love yourself so that you know how it feels like. Then they will reciprocate the same thing. And they will know, okay, this person is full of love and I can love them uh, the same way. So that you don't become a burden to them. So they, you, know, you know how, you know, I, I think everybody that's listening, 
if you think about your partner and you think about the times when things were really good, it's usually when they were like full of life, fancy, independent, doing things for themselves, and not too much of a burden on you. And that creates that that relationship where 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 each one is able to do things for themselves, but then they can also do things for their partner at at their own will, rather than it being a burden or a, a, a task to remember to love the other person. So when you love yourself, whether they love you, they don't love you, they are there, they are not there, you're still full and you're able to think clearly and say, okay, this person is not with me today. Uh, I don't know where they are, but I'm sure wherever they are, uh, they are happy or they're doing whatever it is that makes them happy. Rather than say, oh, it means I'm not enough, uh, I'm, I'm bad, I'm not good looking, I'm, you know. So, so when we start to change how we perceive things in our lives and how we perceive our partners, it starts to change because our partners also get impacted by how we think and how needy we become. Because the more needy you are, the more they run away. The more independent you are, the more they come to you and they follow you and they stick with you. So you want to maintain the balance of giving them and giving and taking, but not doing one thing uh, more than the other. Mm, so it needs to be balanced. Don't be too needy. Don't be too independent. Uh, it's a sweet spot of interdependence, right? Mm, um, in in relationships. But I'm still saying, if you're in a relationship and you're overwhelmed by the person that you're in a relationship with, evaluate thyself. If you feel like now, you, you, you know some people who claim to be overly loving. Let's just be honest. Some of them have narcissistic traits. Because they will follow you everywhere. And they say, no, I do everything. I give her everything. I give him everything. I check on them. Um, but they want to be there all the time. And that obsession is very dangerous. It's very dangerous. So, so that kind of person has lost themselves. Because if they're following around, where, where are they? What, what, what's happening with their life? You know, what, what's happening with, what, with their own goals? Now you become the goal. And that shouldn't be the person that, you know, you don't want that kind of person. Because no matter how much you love somebody, because love is love. If it's too much or less, love is love. So if I say I love you, uh, it's enough. Uh, I don't say, if I say I love you too much, then, then there's trouble there. <laughs> or I, I don't love you enough, then there's trouble. If I say I love you, that's enough. I love you. And it's enough. It should be enough. Let's go to this voice note. I'm not sure, but I think it has to do with the age. When you exceed a certain age, I don't think you there is you just run out of love. You, uh, there is no love for people who uh, maybe forty years and above. And I don't think those people should uh, um, lie and say like love for those people is gone, it's, it's done. There is no more love anymore. Mm. You just had to um, had a good understanding with the person you are with and just go on with life. And I think this love thing is for, 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 for youngsters, for people who are 30 years and younger. Mm. Yeah, then maybe. Because I used to be in that age and I, since now I am above 40, I, I don't believe there is such thing.
and even maybe that time there was no love it was just um a, a age and a stage and thinking of things which does not exist and thinking they are no 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 there is no such thing there is no love here okay we're 80 my you sound very cynical about love okay clearly it's from your own experiences but the ageism the ageism my man is too much you can't you can't you can't yeah. and uh, just as a side note this person that was always in my face by the way was much older than me <laughs> so you can't yeah. assume that um you know people who are in their 40s lose love all of a sudden i'm so far from 40 but yeah. he was behaving this way so yeah ageism there i don't like it much but yeah Come, uh, Matsule, what's your take yeah, on so, what so ATM is saying? I think, I think it's very important to also understand when when we are young, um, that's when we, we get ourselves into a lot of problems. We think we love people, but we don't really love the person. We love what they have, what they do, how they do things, you know, that kind of thing. So, so when we are younger, there are few of us few young people but these days hey, I see a lot of young people that are quite wise I think they've learned from their parents uh, from observing but young people generally um, are still you know observing and experimenting and, and finding their way with love and at the age of 40 45 50 a lot of people will now understand better what what love feels like, what they're looking for in a partner. Maybe they're for me, maybe they're tired, I don't know. Um, but um, both males and females start to really enjoy uh, their lives uh, at, at that age, at those ages. Because they're more settled, they don't want to run around, they're tired, they just want to enjoy their life and have a companion. And you continue, I mean, I, I mean I've heard of uh, over 60s that are quite still uh, quite active sexually so uh, and they live together there are no children and grandchildren so it's just them staying and enjoying their life so, so don't give up so age is nothing age is just a number because there are people that are very young but that are not really interested in relationships and people that are older that are enjoying being with their partners so don't give up on that and, uh, because maybe your partner right now, if you have given up and you have a partner, and uh, they might be very frustrated and not knowing what to do. And that is why we do see older people that that go out and, and find, you know, side, side chicks or or So do look after your partner and check in with her to see if she's still okay. But I can tell you with this, she still does need love. She still does need to be touched and to be with you. So don't don't give up on her. Okay, this one from Simpuin Orlando says, um, "Good evening, Patricia. A healthy relationship is one where spiritual alignment is on par. If we haven't worked towards a spiritual connection, the relationship will wander to unfamiliar territory." A spiritual connection will create a smooth, coherent environment that enforces a smooth love language. That's from Simpiwe. 
This one from uh, King St. Nazi, who's in Ivory Park, says, When I started this current relationship, I used to be the one who is always sending hi, hey, good night, blah, blah, blah messages. One day I told myself I'm not sending any word, just nothing. I just saw the good morning text. She told me, um, uh, am I still loving her? Oh, this question. Obviously, I love her. Um, and I, uh, And she treats me like a king then I'll treat her like a queen. I do vice versa in a relationship now. Our relationship is well. Tell your partner about your feelings in the relationship. Uh, voice notes have come in. We're going to go to them. And uh, hopefully we'll have um, some time to also just uh, wrap up this conversation. Because it seems A-team is, hi, the smothering of love is something that needs to be a two-way stream. Yo, no, 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 no. There's <laughs> no such thing as... Like, no love at 40. I'm 40 years and some few months. And I'm so need, in need of love. And I so much want to love. So it's only that I haven't found a person that I I can say, yeah, here I can love. So love is not about age. Love is about what you know you can give, what you know you have. Because, I mean, for you to give love, you must have love. And in as much as you love yourself and you know that you have to love yourself, you need to know that there's somebody who deserves and needs to be loved as well. Because one of the gifts that um, one might have in life is to have love, to, to receive love and to give it back so that life can be complete. So love is not about age. Love is love and it comes to those who believe in it. I'm Tapsin Hamaskar. Thank you. Hi, SAFM. Yeah, we now married for 28 years, um, but you know, things are not going well. Yes, um, in the beginning of our marriage, I cheated on her. I asked for forgiveness, she forgave me, and then we carried on until uh, when we reached 20 years marriage that's when she started cheating on me cheating with a neighbor a, a taxi driver i mean taxi drivers a naples driver and you know like yeah that was uh, i mean for 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 eight years she's been doing that and uh yeah but I, I i love her i can't i can't leave her and we've got five children i can't just you know preach just like that and she's manipulative she's you know yeah that's how the situation is right now It's a sticky situation, very sad. Uh, Mazeling, please um, weigh in on this A-teamers issue. Yes. yes. Okay, I, I, I think I just want to say thanks to, to the gentleman that spoke about age and, and how nice it is, even after 40. So so he has just reconfirming. So, so it's still good. So And then there's a gentleman that spoke about spirituality. And, and I think it's important to, to, uh, to state that Everybody is a spiritual being, and and 
what what sometimes creates problems is when we start to box people into um, it will work only if we are both like that. So somebody else will say it will work only if we both have money or if we both have big houses or if we, you, you understand. So what I what I mentioned earlier on is to say to understand we are both spiritual, everybody spiritual because we are all spiritual beings. But if somebody is more religious, for instance, they they, they are different from from you. Maybe somebody else that that likes to go to to parties, and then this one likes to go to to church. So those two people, it's possible for them to love each other. But when they respect what the other person loves, it it will help the relationship by getting the other one to love what the other one is doing. So they will both now go to church together, but they will also go and socialize together. So so it's important to understand that that there are many things within the relationship. And when we start to box people, that's where people, when they are boxed, they want to escape and it creates problems. And I want to talk about the, the cheating uh, issue. So a lot of, of, of relationships have gone through one party or the other uh, cheating. And I, I just want to say, yes, it's 20 years. So in the important in this one is that, yes, we've had the 20 years together. Sit down and maybe look back, which, okay, what, what really happened? Because sometimes if the guy was cheating for too long, the woman starts to lose interest and they start to look elsewhere or they just lose interest in their relationship. But that's not usually to say that they don't love uh, the, the guy anymore. So that means the guy has to work double to make sure that they win her back. So instead of, um, but, but from what I heard him, I mean, from how he spoke, I don't think he's fighting her uh, because where the problem happens is when you fight your partner because your partner is cheating. Because uh, cheating is another topic that we'll talk about. So, so if the partner uh, is now cheating, I think it is important for him to show her that I understand. You know, I understand where you might be, and I will give you an opportunity. But you don't monitor her or say anything, or you know, you because you are saying you love her, you don't want to leave her. Allow her the space. Because when you allow her that space, without putting pressure, without being aggressive, she will automatically will come back to you. Because you will become the man that you used to be, the man that you fell in love with. Right now, she sees you as somebody that is tired and has come back home, and because you're tired of of the other women. So if you start to do the things that made her happy, without pushing them onto her. He will, uh, at some point, he will stop that. And and sometimes we assume that our partners are cheating. We say, okay, they're cheating with the taxi driver, with this one, with that one. Maybe that's what he's doing. But it's not every woman that will be going around because their man has cheated, that, and then they also do the same. So sometimes, because we are in so much pain, we assume that if they are not home, it means they are with a man, and they are cheating on you. So keep tight. Uh, think about the thing that you used to love, the thing that you used to do. Be gentle on her. 
don't 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 uh, interrogate her because when you do that, then you don't you, you create an unsafe environment where she says, "I, I want to escape this place. I, I don't want to be in this space because this person is going to be asking me questions and interrogating me." Because when you do that, then maybe you need to take space, uh, you know, take a step back. But if you really want to fight for her, give her that chance, watch her, uh, but just love her, just send her lots of love. Uh, without smothering her, uh, just be there, support mm, her, mm. uh, she will come back to you. Matzeleng, how do our A-teamers uh, get uh, in touch with you, especially those who need to sort out their relationship, as in yesterday? Okay. They, they can send us emails on info at I Get It Now. We have a Facebook page, I Get It Now, so they can DM us there as well. Uh, and they can visit our website, uh, agaritnow.co.za. Simple as that. Thank you very much for joining us. I look forward to us talking about this cheating story, yeah? Absolutely. I'd love to talk about that. Thanks. And I think it will relieve a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, I think that's the next conversation we're having. <laughs> Let's have a date. When people are cheated on, um, it's so easy to just let it go. And, mm. and not worry about that when mm. you understand why they are doing that because it's not against you it's just for them they are doing something for them not against you true well let's have that conversation soon thank you Matzeleng for joining us Eighty minutes. it's time for us to head on home it's uh, two minutes after midnight at 3am Asanda Better comes in with Sound Awake from us may goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success <laughs>